Jane, here we are on Phenomenal Fitness for Life. Thanks to you and your mentoring, I have better lights. You know, <laughs> I got my personal poster. <laughs> I love the poster. We're trying to set it up right, Jane. We're trying to this, set it up right. It looks great. You're doing it, Sean. It's perfect. I got another one coming, but that's my beginner set. I'm so we got to have a starter set. Remember That's when I started with pack. LHC Live? You were my first guy, and I was in my room with nothing. So I had no lights, oh, I had nothing. Look at you now. Look at me now. Excellent. I'm still in my oh, room with nothing. Rock star. <laughs> you know, I heard something the other day. Baby, um, little baby, he's a rapper who I actually like. He said, Rock stars don't chase fame, fame chases rock stars. Ah. Oh. Right. And that's how I look at you. You don't chase fame, but you get it in. You get that's it in. so nice. It's funny. I, I have I've been having some uh, this is a pivotal year in my life as far as ages go. And um, and in, in because we've all been stuck, you know, like a life has not been normal. Yeah. Travel, being able to go out and see friends and do whatever yeah. you want to do. I've been yeah. struggling. Like, what am I doing? I've been struggling with that internal uh, rock starness. And well, so I love that Jane. you said rock stars don't chase fame. Fame chases rock stars. Cause n- not that I'm a physical rock star, but I love to do rock what Jane. I do at a bigger rock. level. And yeah. I'm going to remember that. It's the truth. And when he, when he said that it made me feel it because I like him and because he is a rock star. Yeah. I, it made me feel at ease because I totally don't chase it. I, I can't, you know, I just don't chase it. But at the same time as a leader and trying to bring in more clients for our, for our team. And, and frankly, the reason this pot, well, a primary reason the podcast started is to try to get out the principles of phenomenal fitness, get out the word via myself, via other fabulous people within our inner circle, and then spread that out and share information in the way that we share it that allows us to engage people like in an extended play version, you know? Yeah. But Sean, you are so good at what you do. You are phenomenal. So you and I can be sitting in the gym and I'm asking you a million questions or telling you what I'm feeling, or, you know, we're having this conversation. I'm thinking everybody needs to have this conversation with you. I appreciate that. I can put you on living healthy Chicago. I can put you on the radio can't do it every day, but you need to be heard every day talking about what you're, you're passionate about and what you're a genius about. And that is phenomenal fitness for life, but also the mental state of it. It's different than just physical because you add in the mental aspect, the mental wellness is what people forget a lot of times when they're working out, but you add that. So this is why this podcast is good. Appreciate it, Jane. It's it's, It's true. Even even starting the podcast, Jane, is like that in terms of like I felt like a new client could feel when you do something and it's awkward and you don't know and you're seeking advice and who you speak with and being in, engaged and connected with them and wanting to execute and, you know, things like that. But isn't it great to feel uncomfortable a little bit? Yeah. It, it just is. drives you. I mean, that's, I think maybe going back to what I was saying, that rock star chasing fame, fame chasing the rock star, get a little uncomfortable because then you're yeah. going to do better. No, I, I completely agree. <laughs> and it makes it so like, so exciting. Yeah. To just take the steps and then be in the wonder mode, like kid-like. Oh, check that out. Oh, wow. Check that. 
And Jay, having I got some fun. For you. Yeah. I feel the glow. So, Jay, phenomenal fitness for life. What are three things that come to mind or you can share with folks regarding longevity, stick and stay, and how it affects who you are on a daily basis? So longevity, habits, and its effect on you and who, who and how you want to be, how you want to show up. The, the, the concept of phenomenal fitness for life. And, and, and specifically, because you're such a, a longstanding person in physical development, physical fitness and your life, the enhancements, the, 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 the role it plays in presenting a great version of yourself. Yeah. So I think it goes back to the family, right? So growing up, it's go outside and play. Yeah. Go outside and run around. Get called in by the parents to come in for dinner, but get yeah, back out absolutely. there and play till it gets dark. So you don't realize that you're actually staying fit, but you are because you're running right. around. So that that foundation for me creates the longevity. So right. I say, oh, I remember how that felt when I was running around. I remember how much fun that was. Those are the endorphins kicking in. I remember how strong I was when somebody would challenge me to walk on my hands or whatever it may be. I said, well, how can I get back to that? Because when we grow up, we forget about what it's like to be seven. But yes. if we think, oh, being seven was fun. I want to be seven again. When I go to work out, when I go to Phenomenal Fitness, when I get into the gym or I'm working out on my own, I'm seven. I'm having fun. And I'm doing it because it's fun. And that becomes the longevity factor and also the habit. So the habit, I mean, what a great habit to have staying physically fit and well, physically and mentally. So again, that habit going back to it, I know it makes me feel good. And if I can feel good and tell other people how good this feels and you're doing something great for your body, then that's where the habit forms. Now, a lot of people say to me, Jane, I don't know. I can't even see my foot. I can't tie my shoe because I can't see over my gut. What do I do? I'm like, why are you moving? No. Why not? I don't know. Because they don't have a habit of moving. So I say start small. Walk. Get your loved one. Walk every day for 20 minutes. Walk, walk three days a week for 20 minutes. I don't care. Move sometime, somewhere, somehow for 20 minutes. Sure enough, the man called me back, said, Jane, I can see my shoes. I feel great. I walk now 30 minutes every single day with my wife, and now we're incorporating other things. And this was the beginning of someone's fitness journey, and they were well into their 50s. So hmm. start forming that habit if you don't have a habit. For me, it's a habit because I know how it makes me feel. And then the last question was? The resilience so is the habit, the longevity, and the, how it affects who you are and how you want to be in your business, in your career. Untwisted. I'm untwisted. Untwisted. <laughs> I can remember working at a radio station and I would be working from, you know, at our, forever. You're sitting at a desk, you're planning promotions and you're figuring out the next great rock star thing to do. This is over 20 years ago. And I would be so fed up. And, and by the way, working at a radio station is fun, but there are still challenges and stresses. And I would want to go to the gym at noon with everybody else. And I would say, you know what? 
go to the gym because right now your head is facing this way, your feet are facing this way, and your body is twisted. I would go to the gym. I'd forget about what was going on. I would de-stress. I'd get a great workout, kick out those endorphins, come back, focus, and get it done. So the just knowing, again, I've said this for all three of these cases, it's just how it makes me feel that working out, it makes my muscles feel good. It makes me stand up straighter. It clears my mind. For me, fitness is the best medicine. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. And when it comes to the physical development, the habits, the various things you do, the pushing, the pulling, the lower body, the upper body, the conditioning, the the kicks, the, the hamstrings. At the end of the day, a lot of times folks say they don't know what to do. But to your point, just start with something that you know to do. Feel that vibe. Feel better. Move better. And then you're graduate into more complex concepts and things, the studies, the exposure, podcasts, and learn more what to do to build from the inside out, from the toenails to the fingernails and things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, phone a friend, right? So if you're just starting your fitness journey and it is just a little bit of movement, I don't care if you're just doing calf raises a couple of days and you're really not moving at all because this is what you can do for weights call somebody. What are you doing? Find a podcast, you know, call a mentor, call up a gym and say, Hey, I'm new to this. Can you give me some tips? They're going to want you in, right? Or they can tell you on the phone or they can have you on zoom. But for me, it's that if you, you do it, anything more and more with repetition, that becomes your habit. And as you start to master that habit, say it's walking for 20 minutes on a treadmill or outside, you'll, you'll want to take the next step. You'll want to do something bigger and better. You need more, you do more, you earn right. more. Absolutely. That's how we do it. <laughs> Jay, what has the pandemic, how has it affected your approach to fitness? How has it affected your commitment and your relentless pursuit of physical development? Well, Sean, you know this more than anybody. Is the pandemic just threw me for a loop when it comes to fitness because I love the gym. I love going to the gym. I love taking classes at a gym because I want you to tell me what to do. I think all day long. I don't want to figure it out. I want to show up. I want to do this hard workout. (laughs) I want to giggle my way through it. Then the pandemic hit and all the gyms closed. I'm not so much into doing the live Zooms just simply because I don't know where to go in my house. I feel like I'm ruining my carpet. It's just a weird mental state for me. So you and I talked about this. I said, what do I do? I'm doing weights at home. We were walking a lot and I would mix that in with some interval running just because I like the cardio boost. But what happened was I started walking and spending more time with my husband and we were able to pick a time every day, sometimes twice a day and set a goal for us every week. We were walking 35 miles a week. Sometimes we'd walk 40 to 41 miles a week. And I think from March until when we had a, an endpoint on it, we, had, we, wa- we walked, I don't know, like 500 miles. And then we set a new goal. And that was, we need to ride from Chicago to Key West on our stationary bike. So it's 1,535 miles. And we each had to give in to those mileage every day. We all had, we had to do miles. We figured, oh, it's 11 miles a day. Sometimes you skip. So we were doing 20 and 30. So we had goals to accomplish. Meanwhile, I was doing weights and so forth at home. I still missed my gyms. I love when my gyms reopen. So it was a tough, it was a tough battle for me mentally. I feel like mm-hmm. I took a few steps back with my fitness, but I know that now we can get back out there. And I know that my muscle memory will go 
back to what it was, it will remember, which I know that that's a good thing. Um, Very good. So you earned it. And I love it. You know, I can't wait to get back because I know my muscle memory will serve me in that purpose, right. but I'm still working out at home too. The pandemic though, the way you made those adjustments and the audibles, if you will, I think you fought a great fight such that what you gained exceeds what you lost in terms of the way you made the adjustments, just the way you conduct yourself and in the gym now and what you are like now in the gym versus when we first got back to the gym, when we, you know, the mask and as we continue to have the mask and the distance, I think struggle is good when you're able to meet the challenges that make it a struggle based on your life's mission, based on your current purpose. If you want it enough, you're going to do it. And I was struggling with not being able to go to the gym. They were closed. So I was struggling with that, but I wanted it enough. Was I satisfied with walking all the time? Not so much. Did I look at it like this is time that I would never, ever get with my husband? Yeah. So I took that. And I said, well, how can I make this benefit me until I can go back to the place where I love to go? Did I like coming in with a mask? Not at all. I struggled with that, but I want it bad enough that now I can't imagine working out without a mask. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Not only that, it's interesting. So you have barriers to change. The desire to change has to exceed and be more powerful in magnitude than the barriers to change. And that's what you just said makes me think directly and specifically of that. And that's part of the struggle. There have to be barriers. There has to be some unfortunate landmines here and there or the possibility of running into a landmine. You can proactively avoid the landmine based on your strategies, your techniques, your commitment. And that's what that speaks to again. And so in this inaugural podcast for Phenomenal Fitness for Life, the key takeaways, it starts with the mind and the mindset to be special for yourself based on who you want to be, who you're showing up for on a daily basis, and then putting together the habits for that to create a version of you that is outstanding compared to compared to something. And I want to say this too. I think it's about the half glass full mentality. So you have struggles. Life is all about struggles. And, and it's without question, there's going to be struggles in life. But if you can have the mindset of it's going to be okay. I have a positive mindset. The glass is half full, not half empty. So for me, those struggles, I can come out on the other side because I have this positive mental attitude as my mindset. I love it. And I couldn't agree more because to to have the glass half full means it, it, it has an undertone of gratitude too. And without that gratitude, it helps. The gratitude helps me stay sunny. Yeah. When maybe others or outside is not sunny, I'm like, well, we need rain. We need rain. And this cold, this extreme cold is not forever. And in the meantime, I have things I can do to prepare me for you could just say great bodies are made in the winter time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so when it's cold, it's a cool place to be in the gym, you know, because you can't be outside too. Much. I know. I love it. It's always a bummer for me because I love to be outside when it's nice outside, but I also love to be in the gym when it's nice outside. Doesn't bother me any. <laughs> I like to, I love, I'm an indoor person. <laughs> um, we, we have gyms. I, and the other thing too, I look at the snow on the ground. 
it's winter time. Well, guess what? That snow is going to melt. It's going to soak into the ground. It's going to water the ground. And then we're going to get beautiful flowers and trees and plants. And I think, oh, that's going to be such a great lush summer, if you will, because it's going to have all this extra water. That's the mindset of the universe. Like you respect the aspects of the universe that make it colorful and make it different and ebbs and flows and colors and plants and flowers. I think that's fantastic. And Jane, that is an indication to me of love, self-love and outward love, you know? My job in this world is to spread love everywhere I go. And I say that over and over again. I tell everybody and anybody who will listen, I pray that if you're not hearing anything, but you're feeling love coming out of my eyeballs, my mouth, my pores, my words. All you hear is love, 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 love. I'm happy. You know, if I don't make any sense, all you say, well, that person's really nice and I feel love. Great. That's what I want. Mission if you get something out of it, even better. You're the first person that I've been fortunate to have as a guest on this podcast. And I wanted to start it off with those foundational principles of love and a purpose of habits and recognizing that we have a tremendous opportunity to live and we need to be on it. We need to do it. And I was thinking about this this morning, health, we take it for granted until it's taken away. Why do we do that? Why am I not so grateful Mm -hmm. every day that I feel good, that I can bend over and get something, you know, out of the kitchen island and I can lift up something heavy, you know, functional life, how we use our bodies and then the functionality in everyday life. When that's gone and that's taken away from you, you're like, oh, I wish I would have appreciated how great I feel today every single day. And as we age, we want to be functional and feel good for years and years and years to come. So, so for me, being fit mentally and physically goes far beyond the physicality, you know, of it, like that I have a big muscle or whatever, it's that I feel good. And I want to remember that yes. in 20, 30, 40 years from now. And with no regrets. Because what's for sure is as you get older, you're gonna the chance for you being fatter is higher, the chance for you being tighter is higher, and the chance for you being weaker is higher. Fat, tight, and weak means really old and not usually happy because you can't, you're limited. You're limited yeah. in your yeah. choices. No, there, there's there's a concept of not knowing what you don't know. So the people that don't know what they don't know and they live a certain life in physicality or in fitness or not, and they tend to watch a lot of TV or tend to get home and they stay in one spot and they could be wonderful people, nice, kind people, honest people. But we choose to be movers and shakers in the physical world. And I think that that creates capabilities that are really long lasting beyond your teenage, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and into your 50s and 60s and beyond because you've earned it. And that's another key takeaway that we what I want to share with folks is that you have to earn the right to have high function, structural integrity, movement skill, work capacity, body composition. Sean, I love that because I can remember in the gym, you'll make me do something I don't really like because it's hard, right? So I like a lot of yes. things. If there's something I don't like, I'll start complaining about it. And that's very few and far between. And you said to me, Jane, you got to earn a break at the end of this long run when you're pushing a sled. 
and there's heavy weights on it. I'm like, John, is that supposed to be that hard? And, you, and I said, can I take a break when I get down? these? Like, you have to earn that break. So, I, so uh-huh. what happened was that motivated me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run this down there so I can take a break because that's the only way I'm going to get a break. But if I don't earn it, <laughs> knowing that I earned it, I can't take a break. And then I got to turn around and come right back. So that was motivating to me to know that I needed to earn that break. Or like you said, we spend the time in the gym. So we earn the physicality and functionality. And if you don't earn it, if you don't go through the struggle, if you don't have the adjustments to make, then the magnitude of changes, will there be any changes? Probably not. And then people get frustrated because you haven't earned it. Or take the time to assess your needs and your wants and develop a strategy to prioritize the habits necessary to accomplish. Yeah, you know, that people, is key. It's frustrating. I'm not accomplishing. I'm not progressing. Okay, then why? Well, you can't outwork a poor diet or poor food intake. You can't outwork poor food intake. You can't outwork not getting sleep. You can't outwork poor hydration habits. So there are right ways and wrong ways to accomplish this. And you can't beat down principles. Principles are the truth and principles are facts. And if you ignore principles of of the universe regarding physical development, then change will not happen. Progress won't happen. Yeah. And I feel like all of those things you mentioned, there's so many buckets of wellness, whether it be sleep or whether it be what you're eating or your physical routine. Uh, is, you know, are you, are you seeing your physician yearly to make sure you're all Medical doing good on the inside? Absolutely. All of those buckets to me say, listen to your body. What does your body need? I know when I need more water. I know when I need a good stretch. I know when I need a good heavy weight workout. I know when I need to take a break. I, you know, I know when I had a bad night's sleep. So, you know, it'll come out on your skin. It, it, it always tells you. And one of the things I learned from my mom, who was a nurse, she would always say, your body wants to heal. Listen to your body. And it's basically the same thing you're saying in all of these wellness buckets and all of these things we need to think of as, oh, this is overwhelming. I can't work out all this food I'm eating. No, focus on these buckets and listen to your body. Definitely. That is the way. Jane, is there anything else you want to share with, with folks out there? Sean, I want to share with everybody how your words of wisdom and your insight into the human body and human development are so important to for all of us to hear. So thank you for doing this thank podcast you, and sharing Thanks this with the world. That. I'm privileged to be on. Thank you. Such a wonderful, wonderful thing having you, Jay. And I look forward to seeing you back in the gym real soon. I I'm love thinking you. Tomorrow. I admire you. I adore you. <laughs> I respect you. Thank you. Talk to you. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> bye bye.